Welcome back, everybody, to The Creative Moment. Season 3, Episode 1, the season premiere. We have gone through two seasons already with you guys, and we are back with Season 3, back and better than ever. I'm Dante Bolhauer. I'm a photographer. Jamie Bolhauer, I write. (laughs) And we have this podcast together where we talk all things creativity, obviously with it being a focal point in our lives. So with that, let's crack open Season 3. I'm behind. Not bad. All right, so today's topic, we are talking about risk. Now, we're going to uh, delve into a little bit of some, a couple personal stories about risks we've taken in our, uh, not even necessarily our creative life, just our, our lives in general that helped us kind of uh, mold along the way. And then maybe if we have some time, we'll delve into kind of the importance of risk taking in, again, not, not, it obviously has a lot to do with creativity, but just in general kind of thing. So I'll have you go ahead and start. What What's well, your you, biggest risk oh, ever that you you've You know ever that we've taken, taken I have taken some serious risks before. Um and to to keep it a, a tad on the creative side though. Um with the correlation um or timing of the book under the lights getting done and published out into the world was also a personal risk um that uh was the second time i quit a job without having a backup plan um and part though and you hear these stories in the writing community and stuff of um people just taking that kind of risk and getting things accomplished and it working out um, in that sense. Um, You know, my writing career didn't really take off. It it didn't take off um, with that novel. But it that whole situation, and sometimes maybe that's the aspect of of taking a risk when we get into the just the creative part, was I was at a moment in life and I was um, struggling on all kinds of fronts. And it's not actually an uncommon story for lots of creative people and lots of people. And it pushed because the book itself had actually most of the word count had been done for a good couple years. Um, and the whole situation and I just... You know, I, it's just, it was kind of funny. I'm unemployed and I make the front page of the newspaper, you know? Um, <laughs> unemployed man finds new hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and but it did start the journey that I'm on in regards. I uh, just released um, the collection of spooky short stories. They're kind of horror, but they're kind of supernatural. Kind, You know, and I've gotten two reviews already. Um, and just like a lot of and very positive, you know, but I don't know if that risk, that personal risk will catapult me into writing success per se. I don't know, but it did start this journey and it and we're here doing this. We're, um, you know, other things along that line. And that moment, you know, um, was big on all kinds of different fronts, but it had a, a serious influence uh, for my writing, so. Yeah, um, mine, 
I so I've had a couple speaking events this month, so I feel like I'm just beating an old, <laughs> beating an old drum. Beat. I don't know what you say. Dead horse. Yeah, beating a dead horse. Um, just kind of telling kind of my story. Um, obviously, I didn't go to college. I went straight to a job with Strive. Right out of high school, essentially, I'd already had kind of that internship with them. So that wasn't necessarily a huge risk. Like not going to college was was not. I wasn't afraid I was going to get kicked out of the house or anything like that. Leaving that job and leaving this this stable income. So I ended up actually working two jobs um, whilst just kind of building foundational income. And I always knew that I would I wanted to be my own boss and, and do my own thing. Last June was when I decided to go on my own and it as a kid still in my I still yeah. feel like very much a uh, 16 year old kid I remember sitting right by the entrance to my apartment and like shaking because I'm like oh my gosh like what is like this is about to completely flip yep. He my called us a couple head. times for about this whole thing. Like. I was so nervous to, <laughs> to do all this. And so taking that leap, which I think is a lot of people struggle with, especially in creative. There's there's not necessarily a stigma, but there is a little bit of you don't make good money in creative jobs. And so taking that leap is something that was really scary, but being able to rely on my confidence in the, uh, the support system that I had around me. I just talked about that last week with teachers, old teachers reassuring me and, and a family and friends that all had my back really helped me be able to take that leap because otherwise I don't know if I would have would have been able to build up my business during that time to the point where I could have taken that jump. And so going from stable income on sal, excuse me, on salary to, Every job you get is going to help pay the bills. And if you don't get the job, then you can't pay the bills. Like, was a really, really dicey decision. And obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back, I'm glad I did it. Oh, yeah. And I, I always <clears throat> knew it would happen eventually. But my goal was always three to five years. Then I'll have enough income. I'll have enough. Then I'll move out. Then I'll, like, really delve into my own business. And things just lined up. And I'm like, you know what? We're at the edge of the cliff already. We might as well just jump. So that was a, a huge risk. And like we yeah. talked about, the it's not necessarily the stigma around maybe not making any money creatively, but it's something that a lot of creatives battle well, with. The hard part, so there's two things, that just as you're talking about. One, whenever taking a huge risk or, and sometimes you get those motivational videos and all that and your life's outside. Take the job. Yeah. You know, and I get that. But one, you already mentioned, and already knew, you know, 19 years old and stuff that one of the temptations about this life and the creative world is having security. And we'll, hopefully we'll get to that a little bit later. But having a job that helps you pay the bills, and in my case, raise six kids. And yeah, I've quit a job twice without having a backup plan. Um, and it has always worked out. But yeah, oh my gosh, how do you just go, how do I do this? What happens if I fall? And the problem is you could. Like, you, you kind of remember how the pantry was pretty bare for, yeah. you know? Um 
But then also there is just the aspect of not having that plan B mindset, and and it's it's true to to a degree. And I, you know, I don't always think that those inspirational videos and talks and you know are one hundred percent the path you need to take. And I just can't remember the title of the book. It was one about chasing your dreams, but not destroying the people around you while you do it. And then in in your case, okay, you're at the juncture of having the time and the opportunity that honestly, if you did fall, we were going to be there. People were going to be there. If I honestly, to a degree, and, and you know, it might be why my writing career never, never hasn't or whatever, to, is. If I really fell, there would be a lot of casualties and it's a hard decision to make. We still made it. I mean, we, uh, I did not have a job, okay? And it was tough. We didn't fall, fall, but it, you know, took some time and found a, a, another job and, and stuff and, you know, and I think people though, that fear facing that and the un you don't know if the creative part will pay off because there's so many so many variables that especially now you don't even have a like i don't even have a grasp on what i can and can't control audience wise <laughs> on social media and your audience like i see a lot of people post uh in this facebook group that i'm in about uh just nebraska photographers talking about how people want more budget friendly this or, or people are undercutting my prices. And I ended up making a comment on one of those posts like, you are only worth what people will pay you for. And so evaluating that market and stuff has definitely been, been a challenge for me and also kind of insert some of that risk of, okay, if I raise my prices here, I won't have to do as many jobs but there's a chance that I'll, that more clients will turn me down because it's too expensive or whatever. Whereas yeah. I could lower them, get more clients, but end up doing more work and maybe missing out on bigger opportunities because I don't have as much time, things like that. Yep. Uh, but there's this, I just quote audiobooks all the time, now, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. But, hey, I'm um, just glad you're back to in the books. In the knowledge realm. Yeah, so um, there's a quote in The Magic of Thinking Big that says, uh, to wait for the perfect conditions to take action is to wait forever. And obviously, in your situation, having six kids and a wife and a house and a mortgage and all that, <laughs> they're, they're, it doesn't need to be perfect <laughs> conditions, but they've got to be pretty sunny. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, it can't be, there can't be a tornado warning and you're, you're taking that yeah. risk. But the, the conditions for me taking that risk were pretty favorable but they will never be perfect to do no. anything and so just kind of having that perspective of you know there's always if you're looking for reasons not to do something you're going to find them if you're looking for reasons to do something you're going to find them as well and so but i think part of that is those reasons are really deep and central to who you are and that's a part of that risk because you can feel like if you fail at that moment, at that moment, that it's about you. And it's not. It's not about your skill set or your... It's just, you know, the creative life is hard. 
It's, you know, um, and that's that part because you have to then, because you mentioned this uh, though, it's not that you have to believe in yourself like 100% and like da da da, but you got to believe in your dreams. And dreams don't pay the rent though, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, it's tough. It's not an easy thing yeah. to do. And it's something that comes across my mind quite a bit. So like waking up in the morning and just thinking like, okay, I don't really want to work today. But you know what? If I get into this routine, this kind of mode of, oh, I'm not really feeling it, whatever. <laughs> the you're, I'm just not going to make as much money. Therefore, my dream gets farther away. That it starts to become more of a risk to keep going if I continue to kind of slack off and not not do my job. But that was my biggest, when I was talking to people just a couple weeks, kind of leading up to that decision to, to go full-time freelancer, I was like, I first of all, a job at Wendy's will always be there. I'll always be, like if I for some reason had to, to go back and I was blessed, the, the bosses that I had, I'm sure would work something out with me if I needed to to go back there. But I always knew that there would be a partial safety net. And so that helped me. But then also that that believing in in your dream. And I knew if I was ever going to accomplish a dream of freelancing, at some point I had to take the jump. And another quote, magic thinking big. uh, It's action destroys fear. And this is something that I've, very much tried to implement into my life because easy way to procrastinate is when you are scared of doing something, scared of putting mm-hmm. in the work. And if you just start doing it, that fear will just end up fizzling out because you're you're just you're just doing it. You're yeah. not thinking the more you think about doing it, the more you worry about doing it, the harder it's going to be to actually execute it. And so the the longer that you maybe put off a risk that you're thinking about taking in that in that world, the farther away it's going to seem and the harder it's going to be to actually end up making that jump instead of just actually taking the action and just saying, I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go. Yeah. Okay. I'll go a little bit deeper. I'll, I'll quote okay. for King and country, find faith in the battle. You know, and as it connects back to being in your, your skill set, your creative dream, you know, um, I did not, and this connects a little bit to another aspect of taking the risk, which I hope we talk to a little bit about why. So I, again, just released a short story collection of kind of spooky stories. I've got poetry, I've got some blogs, I got a non-fit, and then this is something just totally, it's totally different. But it's stories, some of them are very, very new, but I've had a couple that that I've had for a while. And I was like... I I think I'm I, I think my storytelling is kind of cool. I don't I'm kind of a different um, horror. It's you know it's not slasher or anything. It's suspenseful. It it tweaks the norm to a degree. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Like see what happens. Um, and you know for people like in the Twitterverse and even stuff like that, they kind of know I'm more poetic. And I do blog, my blog, but this horror thing is something different, but it's still within my wheelhouse. And sometimes I think taking those risks are just as important of stepping out of the, 
stable creative expression that you have so that you actually can learn uh, some new skill sets, kind of get out of the the routine because you you could be a very good creative and do the same creative thing which doesn't make it bad it's just you can get bogged down even yourself so taking a risk and doing you know a different genre or stepping out and like me and the your your sister and stuff were doing the drawing challenge uh this month and getting back to doing art and it's almost the same fear that I had of the thing, but in a way it felt not safer. That's not quite because, but it's like, okay, I've done this before. This is a total different area. Still practice facing that fear of taking a risk, but I love it. I like, I this is cool. I love the book. I think yeah. the stories in there are interesting and, um, you know, and it taps back, honestly, it taps back to what I used to write in elementary school when I started. My very first real story was kind of a horror supernatural story. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of a, just ex- not, you write stories, you're, you're a writer, but not like expanding your brand, but just kind of what your, kind of your wheelhouse, just putting another branch in the tree per se of and that can be it sounds like like oh you you just wrote about something different that's easy but it is a a little bit of a a risk and kind of a an interesting feeling when you start delving into something that is you you kind of know but is not necessarily your like forte yeah i guess when you got your you're so you have some of these small little inspirational video things which again i think is in your wheelhouse but yet it's not what you are known for yep. to to a degree um so what was the genesis of those because you've done a couple of them so i hype videos are great i like making <laughs> I, I like sports I, I like photos i feel like those like so this last one that I posted, the when do we stop scrolling one, um, I feel like those are kind of my my passion projects where they I feel like I invoke the emotion because I I feel that emotion when I'm making them. So I, I feel like I those are my favorite things to make. I love making kind of the short film, and I wish. I could do it horizontally, but everybody likes vertical video, so I did it vertical. Uh, Whatever. Story for another time. But those are... I know I'm not as good as them because I haven't done as many, obviously. But I I like being able to put those out there and kind of showcase, hey, I'm more than just like a guy that takes good photos, makes good hype videos. Like I like to kind of once that platform is built that people like the stuff I create, being able to put out something that showcases more of the inner, of my inner thoughts about just kind of, whether it's the creative realm or, or attention spans on TikTok, things like that. Though Those are, and I the thing about those, I get more nervous posting those than I do almost <laughs> anything else because it's, I, it's a I risk. care a lot more about yeah. those and it's it's definitely a risk being not as, well and it's connected to you and that's that part that fear yeah and so i i love doing those but yeah it it like the chances are video that i post i was really nervous about because i you don't always know 
how being vulnerable is going to be received online, especially mm. where now it's it's like lame to show emotion. Yeah. I mean, it's just fun to make or, fun of everybody. Yeah, which yeah, and so that's a whole another. Yeah, that's a whole another video. We yeah. we've got plans for yeah. season three. <laughs> um, but so third time plugging the magic of thinking big listen to it if you have it it's a great book uh but or read or, or read yeah, but, uh, Don't forget. i go i drive a lot so yeah. listening's easier but it talks about how where fear kind of stems from where fear of taking risks kind of grows is because you like scientifically cannot imagine an emotion or an experience that you haven't had before like you 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 can kind of piece things together like i kind of maybe know what like skydiving would feel like and look like but i don't know the emotions and the feelings that i would have i can't conceive that if i haven't done it and so that that's where kind of fear stems from you i didn't know where my freelance would end up taking me and if it would i like I was very blessed that my senior photography really took off because that was what took up the brunt of my summer last year. I could not have conceived what that summer would have looked like just because I hadn't gone through kind of a summer of doing that and and things like that. And so realizing all of this stuff and having the perspective of the positives and negatives of the risk, I think once you kind of piece together a more clear picture of the risk and the outcomes that really helps you be able to kind of weigh whether you should take the jump or, I mean, there are some risks that you probably shouldn't take, but well, creatively yeah, that's one part I want to talk about just a little yeah, bit later. Let's, let's go. Well, because the risk of, and my bad for brain freezing my reference to the book about that I mentioned earlier. Um, I could have looked it up. I only have two to choose from. Yep. So, um, but I think that that our everyday life and our and our creative lives and anybody who is in there that realm um, that you have to understand why. You're doing what you're doing. And I think that actually highlights then what risks are worth the, 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 the price that might happen, which is failure. Failure is one of the – and we don't talk about that enough because it does happen. I, I have not made more than a couple hundred dollars off of, off of writing totally. My blog is free though. You know what I'm saying? I know that. But I don't do ads and stuff. So being unemployed and getting my novel out there and stuff, to be honest, I, it was a risk taking the job. It was a risk uh, quitting the job. But I didn't do what you did, to be honest. So I was already starting where I need to find a stable income. And was I did not rely on my skill set or my writing dream to to sustain our family this is this is listen uh, understand because my family is my most important why my writing technically a second and so 
taking that risk the second time, actually, it's crazy, um, was very important for lots of reasons. But that's also why I didn't stay and just work off of that novel. And because it was self-published, too. Like, I had to do a, and w- did go find a job. Um, and now I've done some other risk things. You know, going to Omaha on somebody's invitation to do um, an open mic. And now here, hopefully in a little while, um, you know, the state slam poetry team option is coming up. You know, and, and stuff. So little risk add up to, but if you understand why you're doing what you're doing and your overall picture, then you know actually which risks are worth it because you could fail. And and to take that risk, you have to be okay. Kind of like yeah. gambling. You have to be, whatever money you decide to gamble, mm, you have yeah, to you basically have to be say, I am okay if lose, I lose, lose all, all that. that. Yes. That's a good analogy right Thank there. And a good English teacher. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who it was, but <laughs> he knew a thing or two, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's, you have to be okay with when you take that risk of failing. And obviously you would not have been okay if you would have taken the risk and failed and had to move out of the house, house and, and sell Aaliyah uh, or something like yeah. that. <laughs> and so, yeah, just... Thinking about your why and kind of your core values is super important for evaluating the risk of each decision and and jump that you may take. Yeah. And that's, I think, more important than even getting the okay. Because sometimes we do this. We try to get the okay from everybody around us. But honestly, those the people around us sometimes can hold you back too because... You by you taking the risk, they take the risk with you, because and and their fears and their anxieties come into play. So if you are true and you understand your why, then you have to be comfortable with what could happen with the loss. But it still actually I think directs you and shows you which risk, which things can and are a part of the journey. And then you still have to make the choice to take the risk or do another or, you know, opportunities come and go and, and things. But being centered on the why will help you on that. Not trying to get the okay from the world, the okay from even friends and even family because they feel that fear too. So that's why the why is so important in regards to which risk, why you want to take the risk, what you're really hoping to do. Yeah, so hopefully we instilled a little wisdom, kind of gave some outlook, uh, some some help if you have a decision as you've been lulling over, things like that. It Risks are going to be scary no matter what, no matter when, no matter how. <laughs> They're going to be something that is either healthy in your life or, or holds you back. And not even, like we talked about, not even just creatively. And so... Yeah. Hopefully you guys like this. Season three is coming in hot. We are almost already a year into doing this. So that was season three, episode one of The Creative Moment. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks.